so drunk. Just kidding. <laughs> Welcome to Slash You. Welcome. Take two. Slash You, take two. Slash You, take two. Our first uh, take two. Yeah, there's an episode that got lost. The lost episodes. It's gone. The drunken episodes. It's uh, it's lost. Do you want to um, tell them the story, Andy? Well, first off, again, welcome to Slash welcome You. Welcome to Slash You, everyone. I'm Nick, oh. and that guy across from me is Andy. Hi. Do they know you sit across from me? You could be sitting next to me. I could be sitting you, on your you lap. You could be giving me a squeeze as we do this. We're using the same microphone and everything. I could be sitting right there on your lap. We don't know. <laughs> we are a podcast that uh, likes to talk about old campy slasher horror movies. Sometimes we uh, jump out of the realm of 1977 to 1988. Do some extra credit courses and yeah. uh, advanced, advanced placement, advanced yeah. placement classes. Some more modern stuff. You go back, yeah. but we are having mm. to do a re-record, a retake. Oh yeah, remix. Um, I had uh, an issue with the um, the recording last time, so it like uh, there you go, remix, remix. It, it cut off at around thirty-one minutes, roughly. Um, I think it's a sign from some Jeebus from, from the, the great the great magnet, uh, the great sp- plate of spaghetti. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, you and I watched the baseball game, Brewers and Cardinals game. a day game. Brewers, Brewers, day Brewers game. Cardinals, and then we came back to campus here, studio came back East, to campus, to four re- o'clock, record an episode, yeah. and um, we were pretty buzzed. I was at least. Yeah, I we, was. I we was. did a whole hour twenty, and then. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't spend a lot of time, like, double-checking it. I just booted it up to GarageBand, uploaded it to the web, uh, to the publishing (laughs) website, and then uh, hit go. And then I'm listening to it in my car on Monday. That's my quality control, Nick. I listen to the episode uh, after it's published just to get our numbers up. And so at, like, (laughs) 32.58 or 30, I don't know, it was really close to, like, 31 minutes, it um, stopped. And I went back and pulled the file, and it is a whole hour and 20-some minutes, but it's just dead after that 31-minute mark of nothing. And I couldn't restore it, couldn't figure it out. That's and okay. it's probably for the best. It's probably for the best because on top of that, like I said, I, just, I think it's a sign from the Great Plate of Spaghetti because yeah. it was like this. You guys weren't mentally capable. It would not have been nice for you. I, I mean, I remember it. getting lost. I remember, I think I was even like, I never really smoked grass while we were recording. I think I was <laughs> over smoking grass. You just like trailed off. Yeah. I think well, I, <laughs> I would trail off. Like, some of you might have accidentally heard it because obviously it was out there for a few hours before. It was in the ether. It was out and published before I realized that it was uh, broken. And then I promptly unpublished it. I'd like to know if anyone listened to it. Yeah. Hit us up slash you po- underscore podcast this, uh, on the Instagram. This is our first take two and we're just gonna start over from the beginning with um episode 77 this is 77 and a half no, i suppose yeah. episode 77. 77 1988 one hour 30 minutes hide and go shriek like shriek like ah directed by skip school nick do you get it shriek though like hide and go seek but it's shriek it's a creative play on words yeah like a pun totally yep <laughs> this movie andy is woke <laughs> as fuck it is, for the time, it is an extremely progressive movie. I'm really was stoked to see that. I yep. didn't really know I was going to get into a woke-ass movie. We need it now more than ever. That's true. Because I just want to go and say, fuck our Supreme Court. We're um, capping off Pride Month. We're recording on June 30th, and we're ending oh, Pride yeah. Month with a... A woke-ass movie. A woke-ass, yeah, pride, prideful movie. Um, <laughs> I uh, really kind of like this uh, movie, Andy. Um this movie is like mm. Andy. This movie is like 
someone said, I want to. I want to make a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Shit, but it's or slash. It's 1988 though. Mm-hmm. They got in a time machine, went back to 1982, and made the movie. This would be it. That's much better than last week. Remember what you said last week? <laughs> no. This movie is like it was made in 1981. That's what you said. Okay, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you just said now is much better. It's it's a 1988 movie, but you really really yeah. get the feel that it was like a, a it, 1981, 1981, 82. Um. Right, from a special effects standpoint, this one blows. And we were talking about the budget. Like, did they have a good budget? Because, man, the gore factor is just not there. Exactly. With, when you had things like Intruder coming out, that was 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some of these movies right around this time. Mm-hmm. I think the gore factor could have been a little bit more. That's, I mean, again, I'm no, uh, you know, uh, Nicotero or anything. Right. No, me neither. Or, but. you know, or Carrot Top. But I would say... <laughs> yeah, I'm no Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed in the gore factor. Right, me this, too. Because it did. It, it would have made the movie a little bit more extra. Yeah. If they would have just... Um, Shit would have been fire. AF. They, uh, AF. Let's, let's move. It's going to be rad AF. <laughs> but um, it is a kind of a cool opening. It's a, it's a weird opening, uh, Andy. I can't tell. To me... Again, yeah. it's 1981-ish. Are they in the city of Detroit? I say Detroit. It looks very Detroit-ish. Yeah, I, had, I had guessed Chicago. Pittsburgh. Right. Some sort of industrial district. Blue-collar district. Of a but, metro area. Yeah. Yeah. Like where you would see a hot dog cart running through there. Right, over here. right. Do you want me to summarize the movie real quick? Um, In a Cliffy Kill Notes fashion? Well, no, I was getting there. Oh, you were? Yeah, God. We did the same thing last time. We're like, I thought you forgot the clip. Oh. Kill <laughs> I'm going to have so much deja vu. I know. This is. <laughs> God, just bear with this. Um, yeah. But I will say this, though. Uh, it is a very tropey. Yeah. You know, eight friends. Simple. Kind of, simple. You know, kind of the story hide and go shriek kind of yep. tells you what they're doing. Yep. Obviously, we're in a city. It's, it's, it takes place in a furniture store. It's just a. You get the idea. There's there's nothing too complex with this movie. No. So now is the perfect time to get in and in and in to do 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 Andy's Clip Kill Notes 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 Brought to you by the Middle Finger. If you want to use the Middle Finger to raise it up to the Supreme Court of the U.S. or to the current fucking politics that are going on right now currently <laughs> use that middle finger and now 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 and here's cliff kill no we're gonna have to refund last week's sponsor they didn't get there oh yeah you know, it was baseball oh. <laughs> yeah and uh since that since it didn't play when the baseball didn't get their money be funny if the mlb ad. really like hit us yeah. up like on our yeah. email <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks to the middle finger. Appreciate it. So, Cliff Kill Notes is a brief summary of the movie, so you can follow along. This one is on Tubi uh, for free, so Tubi. go give it a watch. A group of teens sneak into a furniture store to spend the night fooling around and fornicating to celebrate their high school graduation. Little do they know, one of the store's employees just happens to live there, and he's an ex-convict. Uh, then, a mysterious psychopath locks them all in and begins killing them one by one. Suddenly, an innocent game of hide-and-go-seek becomes hide-and-go-shriek. Ooh, uh-huh. Andy. I look, said look, the, look under my shirt. Yeah. Oh, they're hard. Look at that. I know. Those nips are poking out. I, <laughs> I said the same thing last week, though, <laughs> when we did this originally. I didn't change that. Peek behind the curtain. That's what I said last time. Yes. <laughs> the clip code was going to have been like... 
<laughs> Nick. Yeah, thank you, middle finger. Uh, yeah. So this story is about guacamole right. and unicorns eating used tampons. And I've been like, Andy, that was rad, That was man. so cool. Last week, yeah. Yeah, last, uh, last week it was. Yeah. I, but I, 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 you know, again, glad to be uh, getting in the remix and uh, doing a re-record for this one because, uh, again, that was a great uh, cliff kill. Yeah, of all the exciting places to spend Celebrating your graduation. A furniture store. A furniture store. Well, I mean, yeah. high school. I mean, if someone said, hang on. I suppose. I got a lot of weed and some bear. And some bears. And some mushrooms. You want to go hang you, out my dad's furniture yeah, store? You and your girlfriend want to come by and pick a couch and start banging? I suppose. We had a downtown office building that my buddy's dad owned, and he got us up on the very top floor for 4th of July so we could watch the fireworks over the arch in St. Louis. That's cool. That was rad. A lot of yeah. drugs, boob grabbing. Wow. Squeezers. Interesting. So it was pretty cool. With the Celebrate America's Birthday up there. Yeah, and there was a pool right below down there. And uh-huh. so we took, it's so crazy to think about the shit I did when I was a teenager. So me and my buddy Ace mm-hmm. uh, grabbed a big cinder block and just, ch- the pool was empty. But we were like, seriously, like 25 floors up on the roof. You could have <laughs> killed somebody. <laughs> just threw it down in the pool. And just, <laughs> wow. So it was empty but full of water. Yes. Okay. And you just watched the splash. Well, I mean, well, we could see we're 25 floors up. <laughs> but it was it was cool. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, now it doesn't sound fun. No. But if I was in high school and someone's like, and, you know, you, you know you're fucking full of hormones and your oh, girl's yeah. like, hey, I got pubes and you yeah. got penises. You want to go to the furniture store? Right. I, that said, I don't think I would get in. I wouldn't be stoked if, uh, like, Andy, we were, like, you know, homies and we were at your dad's furniture store and you said, hey, Nick, man, we're going to go and play Hide and Go Seek. I'd be like, come on, this man. This is let's lame. Party yeah. Like, what the, the hell? Music. I'm in my 40s. That sounds stupid. Well, <laughs> even if I was in my teens, I wouldn't want to play hide and go seek. No, I, me I just, neither. I'd that wanna, part's kind of lame. I'd want to drink beer, touch boobs, and get yeah. high. Right. So, um, right. But so. this is kind of the, the 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 cold opening, if you will. It's a man, you know, he's kind of shaving uh, his you know jawline. He's kind of cleaning himself up, but then he starts putting on lipstick and blush. Right. And I don't want to come off weird or fucking lame. Yeah. But you know, it's going to be a good movie if there's cross dressing in it. Oh yeah, I, I feel mean, like that. Hap- yeah. That the awesomeness follows the yeah, cross dressing I mean, in a lot like of these you older movies. You obviously know because you know he, you know it's a male. Yeah, <laughs> he's whistling, he's getting ready, but he's putting on you know makeup. And this is taking place in that dingy abandoned building that we said is somewhere in like maybe Detroit, maybe it's Chicago, Detroit, yeah. maybe some blue collar blue collar industrial area of Milwaukee, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, because it just looks like any, a simple ten story. Blue collar USA. What is this like? A, what he's in like a ten story building, eight story building? I think it was f- three, including the basement. Yeah, it's so not four. a high rise by any means. No. but so this dude's putting on some makeup. It's a classy look. I mean, yeah. like with a suit. Imagine a forties gangster meets Rocky Horror. Puts on a fedora, show. right? But we don't see his face. Yeah, no, but it's like, yeah. You know, you got that makeup on, and you got that classy look. So, and he's, he yeah. looks like a 40s gangster. Like, yeah. he's wearing a fedora, the hat, got the look on, but he's got the makeup on. A really a dynamic, I, I think that's kind of creative for the late 80s. So, a dynamic mm-hmm. look. Uh, so, he, he's uh, he's about to hit the town. From what we find Rolling out. down the street. Rolling down the street in uh, my makeup. In a, in a good-looking car. Mm-hmm. Looks like a big old Bentley or a, a BMW or some kind of... You know, big sexy car. Uh, no dialogue, but he's just you know rolling slowly to pick up a sex worker. There's sex workers. There's all different men, kinds. Men, females. females yeah, uh, and he you know, um, he just points to one like you're the one, and still no dialogue. He just pulls up on this uh, blonde, short haircut, very skinny, black dress, 
and she leans over to the passenger side and he's like yeah it's you you know get over here you come in here get over here and they kind of cut to them having sex in an alley in an alley up against a brick wall you know the thrusting motion so you to to, to let you know that they are doing it and he stabs her nick he stabs her and leaves her in the alley I have questions, and I hope you have answers to why well, we, did he do that? Like a thesis we need to talk about, or like a summary, if you will, because yeah. this is a scene we want to remember. We're going to spoil this whole movie, by the way. Yeah, and we're not cinephiles. Sometimes we forget to say stuff that it's we okay. usually say. Meh. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. So then we, that's when the credits roll. Long credits, nothing going on while yeah. they're rolling the credits, just kind yeah. of like telling us who they are. There are There's really no names in this movie. I can't really think of... Oh, like big name actors? Yeah, I no. can't really think of anyone. Uh, one of the, the actors who played Judy... Mm-hmm. She wanted to do some casting stuff, but okay, really much a 1988 slasher, no names, but everyone <laughs> didn't do anything else. <laughs> Not really. I'm sure I could really dive in and look, but let's just get into after the credits. We open up like two American dudes, man, kind of working out, very Pride Month-ish, Little, you know, uh, kind of homoerotic. Because it's a homoerotic scene. It is. Very, I mean, Hell he's yeah. like, hey, the bromance, you know, like, <laughs> I'm going to go take a shower. And he looks at him and says, come join me. And he's like, no, man, John. Yeah. He's like, no, man, I'm going to stay here. And this is Eric who's like, I want to take a shower. So Eric pulls David. out a... Oh, David, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, Come David. On, this is yeah. David and John, yeah. David and John. Uh, John's kind of like the rich kid. His dad is the one that owns the furniture store. He likes working out with his buddy David. Yep. And David's like, hey, let's go take a shower. Right. Maybe he doesn't mean it together, but then he pulls out a banana and starts like chomping on the banana he very does. sexually. I didn't think it was sexual. Oh, I did. How he just bit into a banana. I did. I was like, seriously. I was like, First, oh, David inserted the banana slowly into his mouth. And yeah. Then, and then he pulled it partially out with his lips wrapped around it. And then he bit down. <laughs> yeah. So sexy. Yeah. It was very sexy. Very, um, I was really excited. Let's shower and eat bananas, John. He says, no, I got to work gotta out. Got to keep so. working out. David's like, you're going to burn up all your energy, you know, and so. Um, I have, why do I have, I have, like, I'm sorry. Eric? Yeah, I don't know why. You better do a script change on that or no, whatever. I'm good. Macro. Um, <laughs> but David and John, just so we know, like, John is kind of the rich kid. Yeah. Good looking. Um, and David is kind of like the aloof jock. Like he, yeah, yeah you know, like he's not exactly dumb, but he's not like funny either. Well, he, yeah, he's just kind of like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's even appealing to John later. Like he's like with the banana. Yes. <laughs> appealing. Uh, that's what I said. Appealing. Uh, he's God. appealing to John with the banana because he knows that John's going to take over his death story. He's like, I'll be right. your general manager. I'll sell the <laughs> shit out of furniture. I'll be your GM. Then we cut to two young women driving, uh, in a car, uh, Discussing their cover story for yep. the night. You had a question for me last week on this. These are these are people who are graduated high school. They're mm-hmm. celebrating. Yes. Why do they need to lie to their parents that I'm going to her house and she's you know you, I, I, you I, were I, you were confused by that and I was like so what they just still tell their parents who knows because one of them is uh, this is um, I think out of respect you know you say hey mom I'm going to yeah to bodies but I know my mom wouldn't have when I was 18 wouldn't have said hey right. Nick uh, let me call her parents to make sure this is Judy and Melissa and they're kind of saying like well I told my mom and dad I was going to your house and the other one says I told her I was going to your house we should have said we were going to Bonnie's house Bonnie's parents are out of town and that's kind of it um, they're just driving on their way to Bonnie's house yes and Bonnie we cut to inside the house and that's where you meet Kim and Bonnie uh, talking about Bonnie getting married to John because he's so dreamy. John again, the rich uh, furniture store guy, and yeah. Bonnie's kind of like the his first she's, lady. She's the first lady of the first furniture lady store. Of the furniture store, yeah. Oh. She is a little snooty. Yes. Uh, in this movie, she calls Kim a jerkhead. In this scene, you're such a jerkhead. 
Is Kim, how would you describe Kim? Because I'm trying to think of the 80s trope. Don't you think Kim's kind of like the, she has a boyfriend too who yep. will meet, but I mean, she's kind of like the party girl. Like You said if anybody in this movie were to star in Playboy, it would be Kim. Yes. Yeah, that's what you said last week. I said like cheerleader-ish. Yeah. Man, I said some things, didn't yeah. I? And I'll remember them as we go. Oh, that's cool. It, but you know, I, if you, you know, ask I, me to recite them all right now, I'm going to be like, I don't know. I, but stand, as we go, I stand by Drunk Nick. I, he was correct. Yeah. Good, Smart good guy. job, Drunk Nick. Smart guy. Uh, the other two walk in, Melissa and Judy walk in, and they all four of them start talking about tonight. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we got uh, Judy's the Virgin. Yeah. Who's, who's my favorite? Need one of those. Melissa's kind of the awkward, nerdy girl. Like, she, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think she's a virgin, but she's still kind of like, oh, this is crazy. So those are our four <laughs> girls. Yes. And then we had the four guys, because this is the eight, eight-some. Is eight-some eight a word? Have sure. you ever been in an eight-some? Ochinko. It is. You get very lost. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> finally, we have to meet our two other guys, Randy and Sean. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to explain. I think Randy's the comedy, and uh, I do want to bring this up again. I know I did the first recording. Sean, tell me, is he 13 or 30? He is. Can't tell. I, I, he's young. Yeah, I said this is a group of high school kids who hang out with their eighth grader friend. Yeah, Sean. like the eighth grader, like he's either like rich, he's always got drugs, or he's, yeah. you know, I, I, I can't think of anything else. Right. The kid, he's a kid. He does look like a child compared to the rest of them, where so, the rest of them do look like they could be 18 or 19. Yeah, Randy's the comedic <laughs> uh, yep. kind of relief, you know, wearing shades. Just got a haircut. Goofy, just got a, yeah, I don't they know make why a big that's deal. important. It's not important. They make a big deal about Randy's haircut. Drunk Nick suggested that there was footage I of did. Randy was with say. longer hair that they left on the cutting room floor. Drunk Nick was on point. And they what? needed to write into the script. That he got a haircut. I, th I, drunk Nick was on, dude. Yeah. I, I, you didn't articulate it that way at all. Uh, like it was really con convoluted. How, you, but and I also had problems like understanding you. I was like, I don't understand why you're what you're saying right now. But listening back, okay, it makes sense. Let me try that again. <laughs> I think the reason they they made the point of his long hair is like you said. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh. Uh, is because there, there was footage of him with like he, he got. His haircut or looks different. Yep. I don't know. But and the, that footage was left on the Yeah, it left on the... Room. And so, and then Sean, who, again, the 13-year-old kid, we'll just call him <laughs> the young kid. I mean, he's seriously, please watch the movie. Yeah. Because you're a lover of the genre, number one. And number two, just to see if you agree with us. I mean, seriously, he's 12. Back with the girls real quick. Apparently, Kim, who is Randy's girlfriend, bought some sexy lingerie for the night. And she ends up just giving it to uh, yeah. Judy. Or Melissa. Melissa. Melissa, sorry. It was so weird because Kim was just like, oh, my God, Randy's going to love this. I got it for him. He's so great, blah, blah, blah. And Melissa says, like, oh, dang, I should have thought of something like that. And Kim just goes, okay, here, you can have it. So you, well, you, Kind of like weird. the same thing. You need it more than me. Yeah, you know, maybe that's the because, case. Because, like, does Randy need that now to, to get yard? And uh, <laughs> I can say get hard or get erect. I'm trying to make sure. it sound, like, not as... You know, aggressive. Sure. Yard. If, if Randy wants to get erect, you know, they're making fun of Kim. Like, oh, so you need to do that to you get... You need a lingerie. To you get can't blood get him and, up. Yeah, to get yeah. him up. So she was like, But whatever. Melissa, who is sort of questioning whether or not Sean likes her... The 13-year-old kid, yep. Yeah. Uh, she gets the lingerie. Okay. You know, I'll turn him on with this. So um, then we cut to John and David and Randy and Sean all rolling up into the driveway. Yeah, so... We're, we're really starting to get connected with our, our characters here. The uh, boys are there to pick up the girls. That's kind of all yeah, it is. And to head to the furniture store to play the title of the movie. Did they, uh, I asked you this last week, Rad Van or not? No. Not a Rad Van. No, no, no. More no. of a 
plain old soccer mom yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm not really stoked on this one. But <laughs> we're really like, Sean is telling the rest of the guys, though, you know, remember Melissa, kind of an awkward nerd who was just given a 90. Mm-hmm. Sean's like, hey, guys, I don't know if I like her. I'm I not just sure. puberty, and it's kind of crazy. I don't know if I like her. Yeah, my balls haven't dropped yet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so they're like, hey, just get with them. We're going to the furniture store. Hey, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun over so, here. So, again, Andy, I want to point this out because we're going to quiz the students later. True. We have the eight couples that have now formed. We've got Bonnie and John, mm-hmm. Kim, Randy, mm-hmm. David, Melissa. Melissa. No, David and Judy. David and Judy. And, yep. And I didn't write it down. Yeah, Sorry. Sean, yeah, Sean. Sean and Melissa. Sean and Melissa. So, yeah. so you got the 13 year old kid with the 90 girl. And so, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you got to remember the eight of the people because this yeah. is kind of the story that goes behind. So, they, they do they, they do the walk this way joke. The remember? Chinese hard drill? Oh yeah. No, yeah. David's like, all right, everyone, walk this way. Yeah. And he like walks really funnily, fun- funnily, funny, funny. And the rest of them walk the same. Way I put t- that on Skate Watchers. So stupid. They retweeted us. It's oh, a, they did. It's a well retweet. They they, they posted. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool uh, account where you see yep. old uh, skateboards like in old movies. Uh, they like to uh, publish that stuff. They pile so, in the van and go. So you asked me. They, they you know so they're on their way. It's kind of a montage. They do that thing. You know it's called the Chinese fire drill. If you right. don't remember when you go to a stoplight, everyone gets out of the car and changes seats. Not sure why it's called that. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I don't know either, but Chinese that's what it's always drill. called. Yeah. You just get it's out better than around. Oriental fire drill. I mean, or yeah, but, I just don't understand why Chinese has to be. I don't know either. Like, the, a, I would make more of like a clown car to me, like a clown yeah, fire drill. Like, uh, right, a ring around the rosy fire drill because like, you're he, running around the car. I don't a, know. Yeah, but what did you ask me to say? Look at the music. Listen to the music because it was kind of like an elevator version of Aerosmith. Yeah. Slightly different tempo, but the same notes. You definitely hear this is walk this way. And I thought it was funny. That it makes just, sense. They blew their budget. They blew their budget on that. <laughs> that's why we don't have any blood in this movie. Um, <laughs> they paid Steven Tyler. <laughs> Steven, we got we are making this really <laughs> shitty movie. Yep. And he said, uh, "Give me fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> and I'll give you an elevator version." <laughs> yeah. Which ironic is funny because another Aerosmith song is "Loving an Elevator." <laughs> Yeah. So and, yes, and we do we do get to yeah. meet elevators. So they get to the furniture store again, where they're having this big night. Right. Uh, it looks like it's closing down. Um, we meet Fred, who um, is a employee at right. the furniture store, and Andy. He's a scary looking fucker with tattoos and shit. Yeah. John Gre- greasy uh, hair. While the rest of the kids go into the furniture store as if they're customers, they're going to all go hide. John and Sean leave some boxes at the loading dock saying, you know, Fred, these are for my dad, but it's beer. They're smuggling in beer. So Fred uh, loads, loads the boxes into the store. Sean, of course, is like, you know, that guy's weird. And John's like, whatever, it's just Fred. You know, he's he's cool. cool. Snake tattoo in his hand, like you said. Yep. You know, those people with tattoos, they could be kind of... uh... Yeah. Eerie and gross looking. Right. It's just disgusting why I you would want to scar up your body I, I like that. I still don't understand why people Absolutely get tattoos. Absolutely ridiculous. Your a... whole torso is tattooed. <laughs> my back, my titties. Oh, sorry. But um, it, it is kind of, but we're, we're again, the, the, the audience in the 80s like, ooh, who's yeah. he? Kind of getting lame to where we think is this guy the actual killer, but um, right. who knows? Uh, but let's get on to uh, John's dad. Who, yeah. Who actually kind of likes Fred. You're right. Actually, when we finally see that the store is closing. John's dad is locking up. Uh, he and Vince, one of the last employees uh, there for the day. Yep. 
I would argue Vince is a brown noser. Like, see, sir, I've been working yeah. all the way until the boss leaves. Yeah, <laughs> do, do you want me to shine your shoes? Right. So as Vince and John's dad leave, Touch your penis. Vince mentions that um, uh, John was there. Hey, did you see John? He was here looking for you. And John's dad's like, oh, no, I didn't see him. Huh. Interesting. All right. Because John's sneaking <clears throat> into the store. There's also some dialogue about Fred just being scary. And John's dad says, no, nah, he's the best one yet. You know, he's the best hire. I let him live in the store and no one has broken in. Since he started living here. But Vince says, well, it's also the shatterproof windows. Foreshadowing. 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 <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. Shatterproof windows uh, and Fred. Yeah. Uh, then they we see Fred making his dinner because he lives there in the store. Yeah, he's cooking a really rad uh, Korean uh, <laughs> stir fry with yeah. uh, eloquented um, gl- uh, eloquented barbecue glaze. Guys, straight out of Benihana. Uh, yeah, just, they, just, hibachi. Here we go. Fred's got his own show on the Food Network, right? Cooking yeah. with Fred. Yep, that's <laughs> his his moonlighting yeah. job. Furniture cooking with Fred. <laughs> right, loading dock by day. <laughs> loading dock by day. <laughs> he's on public access cable at stir, night. Stir fry professional. All right, everyone. Uh, this is me. I'm Fred. Here we go. We're gonna do a stir fry steak tonight on the walk. <laughs> Just pay attention. You want to use two tablespoons of oil. A lot of people tell you one tablespoon is all you need, but I use two. And when I when I when I do the stir fry, I like to uh, use my uh, stress muscle thingy, whatever you squeeze. Yeah, whatever those weight things, those <laughs> things that, they look like handles. They were big in the seventies and eighties. You and don't you see squeeze, it anymore. Yeah, you just squeeze work them. out your hands. Yeah, what was it for though? Was it? Was it? What was it? What it improves it? your grip strength, I believe. Dude, you gotta be able to. I should have had that in my teenage years. I think that would have been dangerous. <laughs> I ripped it off. You might be called Nicole now. <laughs> hey, oh, baby. Uh, but anyway, uh, Fred, happy pride, everybody. He's uh, he's cooking stir fry, um, but again, you know, it, it's it's trying to set him to oh, is this creepy guy? Exactly. But the kids don't know maybe lives there because yep. I mean, obviously they don't. So you got John and Bonnie, David and Judy, Randy and Kib, Sean and Melissa. Um, they're in, inside, um, and they're getting ready for their, uh, great night. Yep. So that's the jest, Andy. They're spending the night in the furniture store. That's it. Possibly playing a game of hide and seek. Yeah. And that's what I want to bring back up, brother. Please. I, I wouldn't want to play hide and go seek when I was there. I'd have been like, let's just listen to music and smoke pot and drink yeah, beer. Yeah, it's just kind of dumb. There's a few just off, you know, one-off interactions. Yeah, we're, we're eating dinner at midnight. Randy and Kim making out. The other kids sneak up and find them, but then nobody knows where John and Bonnie are. They jump out and scare them. There's a lot of jump out and scare. Dude, I, I can't believe you just said um, that. that is, that's exactly... Yeah. I wrote that, Andy. The next 90 minutes, jump scares. Yeah. With a fucking lot of mannequins. Then the Sean smells, he offhand comment, I smell something cooking. Uh, oh, that's fine. a Korean surf fry. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it smells like what I saw that Fred guy on his cable access show <laughs> cook the other day. Uh, <laughs> they get settled. Um, John is laying down the rules for the night. Nobody break anything. They make fun of the mannequins. Um, we're just walking around. John's giving him a tour of the store and establishing the t- store is very big. And don't turn on the lights, Andy, because we don't right. want people to know we're here. We don't people to know and we're also, here. Yep. hey, Andy, why, why are there mannequins in a furniture store? This must have been a new thing in 1988 to like, make it look lived in. Yeah, how creepily yeah. lived in. Right. I like, mean, mannequins are for clothes. I know. I would not look at them like if Ikea. So let's put yeah. fucking mannequins in Ikea. I suppose you, you like... That's weird. It's like, this is a couch. Here's what this looks like with someone sitting on it. Like, well, that's what, what I'm trying to do with uh, Barbie and uh, Milkmaid. <laughs> pictures, just, pictures to come. It's just silly. Only fans. Yeah, it's just silly, though. You're right. Use the mannequins to make it appear as if this is an actual living room setup. I can I dig know. what they're trying to say, though. They just want to make it creepy. Manic- any mannequin, except the movie mannequin, yeah. uh, starring a lovely Kim Cattrall. <laughs> right. Um, 
Do you believe they made a sequel to the mannequin, mannequin two? Anyway, they uh, did. Yeah. So, but th this isn't fun, sexy mannequins. These are uh, scary, terrorizing mannequins. Right. And so, while they're establishing the store's big, their friend David jumps out and scares them. Yeah, so we they, have another jump, jump scare. Jump scares all over the. F <laughs> drink every time there's a jump scare. Oh boy. Uh, and then that's when they kind of decide to get settled and to play hide and seek, and they declare Kim it. Right away. And each each couple goes off separately. Uh, Randy, Kim's boyfriend, goes off on his own for now. Yep. But everybody just runs away, and Kim's it. So, great. This is another part of the backstory, Andy, uh, that's showing the audience that the store is fucking huge. It's a ginormous store. It's three, like stories, three stories. Three stories yeah. with huge floor plans. And I think hide-and-go-seek in this dark... Uh, spread out environment would be super easy. It'd be fun. But I mean, you'd I, never get found. You'd never get found. But when boobs and genitalia are on the mind of these kids, mm -hmm. anything can happen. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't want to play hide and go seek. I'd much rather say, hey, let's get high and listen to music and drink beers. And, and then, then if everyone goes separately. And yeah. Don't bother us for the rest of the yeah, night. And I, you can grab a penis and I can grab a beubie. <laughs> and then the next day, uh, you know, some Karen is trying out a bed. <laughs> To see if she wants to buy it. It's like, what is this? Why is it sticky? Why a, is it wet? Is there a condom in this bed? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then she demands. What is this? What is this plug? She would it smells. She'd demand to speak to a manager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. I saw some black curly hairs in this. All the kids go off to hide. David and Judy make out behind some furniture. Remember, Judy's our virgin. Uh, Randy jumps out and scares uh, Sean and Melissa. John and Bonnie go upstairs to be alone. They get naked and start fooling around and pop some uh, champagne. Champagne. We get a little bit of boobies. We um, get a little bit of POV of this killer stalking them. Yeah, it's like they, they hop into bed. John mm -hmm. and Bonnie, the guy you know who, who's the the president, if you will, of the furniture store. That's the his heir, first lady. The, the, the heir, heir the heir and his princess. Yeah, there you go. Um, the, but they were the also, Trump Jr. to the also, Trump who owns the furniture store. They were, they were also establishing. Um, <laughs> they were also. I couldn't find that one. They were also establishing Andy that it's a fucking hell of a lot of uh, elevator. I mean, the elevator plays a lot. Oh yeah, the, the, the elevator. Uh, it, it's a big. You know, come on, man. I, I hate it when podcaster nope. stall a service elevator so oh, you can fit furniture freight. down yeah free elevator. elevator so if like there's a bed on the third floor yeah this elevator is foreshadowing it's used a lot so anyway back to johnny and john and bonnie <laughs> and uh, her boobs and her champagne yeah uh things are getting frisky and uh we realize as andy said someone is watching them and then uh the killer backs off when he hears the elevator it's kim she finds john and bonnie they're it then so now they're it uh, David and Judy keep making out. They decide to come out. Sean and his date, Melissa, decide to be friends until she smooches him. Oh, yeah. And because that, when, you were that, when you were 12 years old and got a smooch. No kidding. Your balls didn't even drop. You still got a, probably an erection. He probably did. But yeah, Sean and Melissa are awkward. Like, I guess we should just be friends. And she kisses him. And now oh, he yo, 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 yo. changes his mind. Yeah, he's like, be, well, oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, cool. That's the way it's going to be. We but, flash to Fred, though, real quick. Because he's mean. He's tough. Sipping his drink, I imagined whiskey, bourbon, and working that snake tattooed hand with the squeezer. It's the squeezer thing. <laughs> so he's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> is he watching TV? Is he listening to the radio? No, I, I just, it's such a weird B-roll shot because he's just, just sitting against the wall. Yeah, like by himself. Squeezing like, it. 
again, <laughs> you know he's not the killer, but they're trying to make him feel like, oh, he's a, he's going to go after yeah, them kids. It's going to be him. Then the kids all gather and they're chatting and suddenly decide, well, wait, where's Randy? We got to go look for Randy, who then jumps out and scares them. Blah! Here I am! Oh my god! It's another jump scare. Randy's always wearing shades hot and they don't have the lights on. It's night in a furniture store. Like, I know it's supposed to be cool and uh, it was just like, Randy, how do you see? Yeah, you'd think you'd be tripping over stuff. With shades on. (laughs) You know, kind of like risky business. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, how would you, would you ride a subway while you, oh, hey buddy. Hi Lucas. Got one of our uh, mascots coming in. uh, Sniffing, uh, sniffing stuff. Sniffing stuff. I just didn't get it. I know Randy's supposed to be the comedic element, but yeah. the, the jump scares and also Andy, the, they, they scream a lot in this movie. Yeah. Um, it almost got a little too unbearable, but um, that's when they're you know, they all saying, hey, we need to play hide and seek because John and Bonnie are it. And John knows this store, so we've got to be yep. good. we gotta be, we got to be good at hiding. Right. So everybody takes off hiding. Um, then there are some shots of a pair of hands locking up the store. This yes. is the killer. Uh, he's putting chains around the handles of the door, padlocks, all that sort of thing, um, locking them in. And we assume, yeah, this is the killer. He's he's making it so they can't escape. No escape yeah. allowed. Um, and, and now uh, Sean and Melissa are, hi- are going off to hide. Instead, uh, end up just starting making out but, on a bed. Yeah, they make out in a bed. And she's like, hey, Sean, I want to get those balls to drop. I, I have a surprise go, for I you. I got a surprise for you. So... Um, she takes off to put on something special. The lingerie. So as uh, she goes to a, she finds a bathroom. Yeah. And uh, so she's, you know, like gets in her bra and panties mm-hmm. and she's looking at the nighty. And as she's looking at the nighty in this bathroom, someone from behind her grabs her uh, by the stomach, by the neck, just two arms around her and starts to bash her head on the counter of the sink. Oh my. And the sink is uh, full of water, so then the killer decides to thrust her head into the sink and drown her. Mm-hmm. So it's a shot from below the sink. So you see a shot like that's you know like under the sink. You see the bowl. You see her face come in. You very see artistic. The blood. Very artistic. Yeah. Very uh, <clears throat> kinetic, if you will. And I dug it because um, I thought, hey, this is cool. Kind of a different angle. Um, I could almost feel her pain, and uh, as the blood uh, fills the sink, we realize that Melissa, who really wanted to um, impress this 12-year-old boy, is no longer <laughs> going to be able to do so, and that is my dick kill. Dick kill. Dick shot of the week. Shot of the week. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Artistic. That's a hashtag. Yeah, hashtag like- artistic. Not only drowns her, but he's bashing, bashing her, head. her head. So you think the head bashing is what killed her? I, man, I hate to sound uh, fucking, but this is episode 77, um, morbid, but I think it's both. I mean, could you yeah. imagine, like... You're getting your we... face plowed into a full sink of water over and over, and then your head starts to hit the basin, the bottom of the sink, to the point where it's bleeding. That's like a double nugget. Oh, it's terrible. The double nugget kill. Yeah. But, uh, no very, but again, artistic. I thought it was... Uh, well shot, you know. Yeah, so it was fun. good stuff. So, good dick shot kill. Yep. So we have one down. I can't remember what mine was. <laughs> but we do, we do head back to yeah. um, Judy and David. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't quite want to go through yeah, with but, it. But you know, she, yeah, and she's nervous. But you know what? David's rad. He understands. He's a good guy. He's like, hey, I just want to be with you. Mm-hmm. 
He's not smooth talking. He's like, yo, baby, I just want to be with you. At least you tickle my balls. Like, he is seriously like, whenever you're ready, I'm <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, so. I just want to be with you. <laughs> I just want to be with you. Maybe we could do some other stuff. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, you can use, we can use tongues. <laughs> did you know that inside, Doesn't of, count if did it's you know in your that butt. inside of your cheek is the same thing vaginas are made of? You're li- I knew you'd start looking at it. Okay. But That's it is. That's weird. Like, Human body's weird. <laughs> Maybe we can lick cheeks. Let me feel the inside of your cheek. Maybe it's like a vagina. Oh, God. Uh, but, they, but he's... <laughs> Just remember this, students. Last week was worse. Last week was worse. The episode we lost was much worse than this. Much worse. Are we than good at this, dude? We, we did, are. We tried seventy-seven times. Are we at least getting better? I think so. We've come a lot. We have better equipment. Put it that way. But you're right. Judy says to David, "Thank you for being patient." <sighs> yeah. We now cut to Kim and Randy making out. They hear the elevator, and so they go and hide. And this time, it is John and Bonnie uh, coming to find him. Yep. And now back to Sean, still waiting for his girl that was just for poor <laughs> Melissa. Uh, he's, he's in his gray panties. He's in his uh, tidy whities. Tidy grays. Tidy, tidy gray. Yeah, they're gray. He's got a big bulge. He looks like he's so got his a balls package. have dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wait. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Hell yeah. That was the bad part about last week too. I had a great. <laughs> my voice was much better last week because I was screaming at the brewers and oh, yeah, you know the beers. Game. So I was like extra like hi. You know, oh. and I don't have it this week. Well, I, I always think you have you have definitely a sexier voice than I do. I think if I really would try to go like this all the time yeah. in my workout. You, you got Batman. right up on that mic a couple times last week, and I was like, I love it. I, do. Am, I love it. I am Batman. So, Sean just losing patience, he gets dressed to go look for Melissa. Um, I don't know. Kim and Randy's still making out. This movie jumps around a lot. Yeah, Kim I mean, and Randy we're still just making with out. the couples. Right. It's like Randy wants to have fun and go like look around. Kim, yeah. I think, wants to get naughty. And, she does. And with all due respect to people everywhere, if I was in Randy's shoes at their age and this girl was like, "Hi, let's not let's, go. Let's let's touch let's bubes and on. touch butts." I would say I'd much rather touch bubes and butts than 100%. I would. Yeah. Then to go looking for fucking Randy and, and or, 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 or go looking for fucking Sean and right. John. and 100%. I'd say let's find a room where we uh, won't be found. So um, um, Sean starts, Sean and his uh, uh, little. Oh, uh, yeah. He, yeah. Puts, he puts on his, uh, he puts on his pants to cover up that. Uh, right. Because now his huge bulge in those gray <laughs> panties to go look for Melissa. He's looking for Melissa in the shadows because all the lights are off. Sees um, somebody wearing that, that black lingerie. And as this person steps into the light, it's a it's a hairy dude because there's chest hair. <laughs> Did your balls drop too? Bursting out of this uh, this lingerie, um, and he uh, Sean's just kind of like, wait, Melissa? That no, that's not you. <laughs> no, I think he said before he saw him. Uh, <laughs> Melissa. Remember, <laughs> he said, "I have a surprise for you." <laughs> You're a <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Einhorn is a man. No, it was um, it's a man, baby. It was he went. Melissa, is that you? And then the person steps yeah, out, and it's like, holy shit, Who that's, are a, you? that's a guy. Who yeah. are you? And this this dude picks Sean up over his head and slams him down, Nick, on, like, some spikes? spikes. A bedpost? Spiky bedpost? Spiky bedpost. Spiky furniture? For, those, for the S&M in your family. And uh, Sean's dead, and that is my... Dick kill, shot of the week. Dick kill, Dick kill. shot of the week. Dick shot, kill of the Dick week. Dick shot, kill of the week. <laughs> So the spikes I didn't know, but it was a good kill because yeah. it shows that our killer's fucking strong. Strong. Because even though Sean's twelve, he's a pretty big boy. 
Sure, he's probably, you know, and now he's buck done, 10, and, and buck now 20. That, now that his balls have dropped, that adds yeah. another 30 pounds. He just gained that much weight, right? 30, that's a big bulge in those pants. I mean, I'm not, I'm very comfortable talking For about. For those of you on the metric system. I'm definitely talking, I'm comfortable talking about dude bulge. Me too. It was a big bulge. Yeah, he, unfortunately, he's dead. He won't get a chance to use him. So, so. obviously, it was a man dressed in the nighty, and he won't be able to, as Andy so eloquently put it, his balls dropped for nothing. He's gone. That's like it sounds like a Michael McDonald song. His balls didn't drop for anything. <laughs> we go back to Randy and Kim. Randy's kind of done and bored with hide and go seek, and he wake just yells. Up. Yeah, but wake up, Randy. Yeah, Kim wants to get busy. Kim wants to show you her boobies. And Randy just starts yelling, ah, we're over here, just to try to get found. And Kim's like, uh, in reference to John and Bonnie, they better not be getting it on. Again. And we promptly cut to John and Bonnie, who, who Bonnie's like, you were done in about 10 seconds. Yeah, she she's making fun of it because he's a one-pump chump. <laughs> and, and she just says, like, sometimes I want you to take your time, you know, for me. This and is their second time. I, mean, I don't think they did it the first time. We had this debate last week. I think that first time they just got naked and popped champagne. Okay, I don't think they I'll, actually I'll, had sex. And maybe the foreplay there got him really excited, and that's why he's done in 10 seconds here. So you Perhaps. think Kim found them? You remember when Kim found them? You're the, fir the first time around. Yep. Yeah. I don't think they had sex that first time. They were just drinking champagne naked. I think so. I don't know. I really think so because he probably this got all is, worked this, up. There's going to be like an he, after hours discussion. He got all worked up and now here we are, time number two or the second time they're getting naked and he's done in 10 seconds. He was really He was excited. all amped up from that first one. Well, next time we lay down and pop some champagne, Andy, we'll, we'll discuss this right. more and bring it up on our next probably episode. Probably take me half an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> God. I got some endurance. So anyway, he's, Randy and Kim throw back the a blanket over him, and they're just like, "You guys are busted!" Ha ha. Yeah, they're, and they're like making fun making of him like, because yeah. they heard of it. Like you know, it's like ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah ha, ha ha. You know, you're a quick flick stick. And so um, now I've everyone's never heard that one. Quick flick stick. Nope. I just made it up. That's um, a good one. Thank you. Uh, thank you. TM. Um, they Trademark. all uh, they all gather for dinner, which again is so fucking stupid. High school kids yeah. want to drink beer, fucking smoke weed, and touch boobs and penises. Right. Let's have dinner at midnight. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. So they all eat. But hey, where's Melissa and Sean? They're dead. Probably doing it. No, well, they're dead, of course. But right. everyone else thinks they're doing they're it. Doing it. Let's go look for them. And again, uh, mannequins, big part of this fucking whole story. Yeah, because while they're looking for Sean and Melissa, they've come across all these mannequins that have been moved around. And, of course, John's flipping his shit. Yeah, he's pissed. My dad's going to be so upset you're moving the mannequins around, especially putting them into weird positions and poses, which is completely what I would do if I was in this furniture, my friend's dad's yes, furniture store, I and there were mannequins. I would make those mannequins 69, <laughs> doggy. I'd be, you yeah. know, one of them holding the other one upside down in a standing six. Yeah, I would have done so much shit with those mannequins. Reverse pile driver. Totally. I mean, I would, too, even at this age. That's I, what, that's I what, agree completely. So I, John, I mean, that's the first thing John was said. Hey, look, I'll give anyone, you know, 20 bucks if you don't fuck with the mannequins. <laughs> Judy uh, sees someone in Sean's, you know, crazy Hawaiian shirt run by and they think, oh, that's Sean, but he's running away. And everybody sort of homes in on that. Um, but they think it's just Sean fucking around. Yeah, he's like, fucking around. What's but, he doing? But don't they know that they come upon the mannequin? You know, they think that uh, they, they, they find the mannequin wearing the nightie. Don't they realize that is the black nightie the mannequin's wearing, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. The lingerie. But nobody they, realizes it's the I, lingerie. I would have thought um, Ken would have been like, hey. Wait a minute. That fucking nightie looks familiar. I recognize that. I gave it to Melissa. And yeah. also, what kind of furniture store would have a mannequin wearing a nightie? That would be a little too risque <laughs> for a family furniture store in downtown Detroit, Andy. God I agree. damn it. Yeah, I, I agree completely. So, 
Um, but uh, but it's dark. They don't notice it. So. <laughs> they don't notice it. So I guess now hide and seek <clears throat> is over, Andy. Hide and go shriek. Yeah. Or hide and go seek is over. Hide and seek is over. Hide and go shriek to go to begins. Bed. Yeah, they go to bed. They give up on trying to find Sean. He's just being a douche running around. So they decide to just go to bed. Judy and David go find a quiet spot to make love, and Judy can lose her virginity. So they go to the third floor, where apparently you can't hear much. Either you can't hear what's going on there, and you you can't hear uh, from the second. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. You can't be heard, or you can't hear what's going on up there. Uh, Randy and Kim find a bed, and they finally get naked and start getting busy, too. And we cut to John and Bonnie having sex again. Again. But then when Randy and Kim do go to bed, uh, yeah. then you do get to see uh, white panties and bubies, and you get to see Randy's butt. Nice. So, I mean, you know. He little... leaves his sunglasses on, though, so. She throws them Kinky. off. Yeah. Oh, well, she does. She, yeah, she finally grabs and throws them <laughs> into a pile of clothes. Ah, right, right, right. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing Randy's but, clothes. Yeah, but we're get back to John and Bonnie. See, this is what I wrote down third time. Oh, okay. But second time. I think it's the second time. Second and a half. Because, you know, at least when he poured the champagne, he had to give a little grabby booby. Probably. She, maybe she gave him a little squeeze squeeze. Maybe. So, someone's watching them. Yes. It looks like it's, it's Sean. And it, no, it's Nick. It's me. I'm watching them. <laughs> we all were watching them yes. when we watched no, the movie. Uh, they do think it's Sean, though, because the figure is wearing uh, the, the... The shirt. The Sean's shirt. shirt. Sean's yep. crazy uh, Hawaiian-looking shirt. And yep. this person uh, flips him off, and John's just like, hey, man. And moons them. I'll fucking oh, kill you. Yeah, he bends over and moons them. Sean's sorry. like, I'll fucking yeah, kill you. I'm going to kick, I'm gonna kick quote, Sean's ass. And ends up with a... Uh, chases him off and ends up in a fight with, this is the killer. Yep. So John and the killer trade some blows, um, fighting back and forth. Because obviously John knows this isn't Sean now. Because Sean would be like, "Ah, just kidding!" Right, like, right. I was like, "Hey, I'm just kidding, brother." Yeah, and um, this my is my. Rough. I guess this would be a good honorable mention. The killer ends up running up and stabbing John through the chest with a mannequin arm. Mannequin arms are used a lot. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't never. I never looked at a mannequin. And go, man. If I was ever in a zombie apocalypse, I'm grabbing a fucking mannequin. It arm. doesn't seem like it'd be sharp enough nope. to pierce the skin, no matter how hard you stab. But this guy's strong. Yeah, he can lift Sean over his head and right. his thirty-pound balls. So right. I think, like, I think that's you know, I mean, that's a good, that's a good call. I think it's a great honorable mention, yeah. a unique kill. Yeah. But um, yeah, John, the heir to the furniture store, is right. now dead. Student, dead so he is dead. Um, uh, with a mannequin arm through his gut, Bonnie hides under the bed because she hears commotion. He's freaked out. She's freaked right. out, and so the figure comes in the bathroom. I would think to in the kill. Bedroom. The bedroom, sorry. Yeah. Well, the, the furniture store bedroom. Sure. As much as a bedroom can be existing in a furniture store. Yeah. Uh, the figure comes to the room. We get a, uh, a shot of uh, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Under the bed. Looking at the feet of the killer. And guess what? There's a snake tattoo on his foot. So it's Fred. It's got to be Fred. It's got to be Fred. Fred's the only person in this whole movie who could possibly have snake tattoos. <laughs> snake tattoos. He's got one on his hand and on his head, uh, uh, foot. And on his boobs. And probably oh. his boobs. So um, This is a rad scene next because now... Oh, yeah. This was your favorite. Judy and David are playing their kind of first night together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're in a, uh, a furniture store bedroom. Um, Judy's like, uh, hey, David, I really want this to be special. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. I'm just glad to be here with you. She's like, no, I want to make it special. She sits down on her chair, takes off her Esprit socks and her Esprit <laughs> shoes, puts on white heels, and takes off her shorts and just gives the best effing 
dance Striptease erotic type. Yeah. So she's like, the sexy music starts, uh, seductive dance, bra, panties, eventually showing boobs. Mm. I mean, boobs, great boobs in the 80s. Boobs are great anytime, but <laughs> just great boobs. I think it's really softer when I say boobs instead of like tits. Boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see True Lies? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis. The Jamie Lee Curtis show boobs in that one? She didn't, but she did a striptease. Very huh. similar. Very seductive and dancing yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. moving her hips around. And where Arnold plays her husband, who's a spy. This is very nice. Yeah, and uh, that's it. I mean, it's similar to that. <laughs> I have nothing more to that story. <laughs> it, this is similar. She's doing yeah. a striptease while he's laying on the bed. I'll come back. <laughs> um but she, but anyway, she, so she, she does this thing. She's in her bra and her panties, or she's in her pubes and her panties, and she's like, "You, you ready?" And so he's kind of like, "Like I, I'd already You're finished." Amazing. I would have finished. I'd be like, "Well, it's too late now. I'm done." Right. Because that dance was very sexy. So, um, anyway, we kind of, I guess, figure that that is the moment where David and Judy um, connect with each other mm-hmm. uh, spiritually and uh, under the emotions of Mother Gaia. <laughs> We go back to... She loses her virginity to him. Yes. That, yeah. <laughs> Kim and Randy are, are asleep. asleep. Kim, Kim wakes up to go take a piss while she's got to go to the sleeps. bathrooms. Uh, she's in the bathroom. Just for a hot minute. The killer walks in dressed as a woman uh, into the room and, see, and you know, looks at Randy on the bed asleep, then looks at Randy's pile of clothes next to the bed. And we cut back to Kim as she's coming back. There's the somebody dressed in Randy's clothes. She's like, Randy, what are you doing? What are you doing? And this killer laughs and starts chasing her. They tussle a little bit, and she ends up bashing a uh, vase or something on his head and runs away. Kim runs away. Um, somebody's dressed as Randy and is chasing her. And oh, my Randy, God. Randy hears the screams, obviously, so he wakes up and goes, Who took my clothes? Yeah, so he has to find a pair of mannequin pants. You know, plaid, took, they're kind of rad. Yeah, they're like these weird plaid mannequin yeah, pants. Yeah, like golf. Right, like, golf you know, pants, yeah, right. golf pants. Perfect. Um, and so he puts them on and gives chase. And as he's chasing, um, after the sounds of her voice, you know, obviously her screams, right. uh, he runs into Bonnie. Bonnie was under the bed and starts yelling, you know, someone else is here. Yeah, because someone with tattoos. Someone with a snake tattoo is here. Um, and uh, and so, is it Fred? And Bonnie is, also says, John's missing. I get, there's someone else here. I can't find John. So, obviously, now some, something weird's they going on. They know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Something weird's going on. So, uh, Randy and Bonnie run downstairs, or run, sorry, they... Oh. they up, up, up the elevator to call on David and Judy for help. Right. David's like, holy cow, he probably, after that dance and after, he probably lasted a second. Yeah. So she's like, that was great. Yeah. So, but um, Randy is freaking out and so is Bonnie. Andy, this is what her acting from now to this point of this movie, until the Terrible. end. Bonnie. No, it just is over dramatic. Like, yeah. Like, Bonnie oh. over it. Oh my, my sweet Lord and Savior no. John, he's so yeah. dead. I miss him so much. She's very, she's very oh, over the top. Oh my God, the Korean barbecue that right. was under the so, spells of the... Randy, Bonnie, David, and Judy all meet by the elevator, scared, because Kim got, ta- you know, ran off uh, uh, being chased. John's missing. What's going on? We still don't know where Melissa and Sean are. Yep. They're all freaking out. They send the elevator up, and then David smartly is like, let's take the stairs, and whoever it is up will think that it's us in the elevator. Great we call. can lure them out. That's good. Pretty um, Einstein move there, you know. It's but a great shot. As the elevator is going up, the camera shows us Kim on top of the elevator, tied up and gagged and totally naked. The killer has taken her clothes. Take her clothes and 
But I mean, even though I don't think that's because it's like because I don't want to die. But I mean, I still think she go like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's tied on top of the elevator. Yeah. Or start banging her foot yeah, down like, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, make some noise on yeah, the elevator. I mean, like, she you know, didn't do it. She didn't well, do I it. Know, but again, it's like we pick up these things where you're like, come on. Right. I would think if you were tied up and you hear your friends, you just wouldn't sit there and go, hmm, I don't know they're here. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like if I heard you and Cheryl down, I'd be like, yeah. I'm up here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the gang gets upstairs. They see who someone who looks like someone dressed in Kim's clothing, just dancing silently, silently off, you know, in the hallway or whatever. And they know that that's not Kim. It's a disguise. Somebody wearing Kim's clothes. They're like, obviously that's not Kim. And then right. they realize that the mannequins are now just like, you know, it was funny. Like when we were talking about reverse sixty nine and reverse cowgirl, <laughs> like make, now yeah. the mannequins are like kind of like grotesquely. Put together like it's oh. a, a scene, like a scene out of a horror movie. Would you say it's, it's very macabre? Yeah, it's a scene hey. out of a horror movie. Oh god! But I mean, so. it's like they know something weird's going on. Uh, the 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 mannequins again, play, you know, very important part of the movie. Something's amiss. They yell to this person, "Hey, we're calling the police." Are you playing? If you're playing a joke, yeah, come out now because right, we're something calling. serious is happening. Bonnie seems to think that uh, you know that that they're all about to die. Um, we need Bonnie's to... like, we're all gonna die. Oh my god, the spiritual... <laughs> you know, like seriously, she's like, she's going for a Golden Globe or an Oscar. I think she did get an Oscar nomination in 1989 for this movie. I doubt it. No, she did. Really? No, and like the Rotten Tomatoes one, like a Razzies. No, oh. she really. It was Oscar. That was the worst fake fact news ever, wasn't yeah, it? it wasn't good I didn't at even all. really think about it. But, oh, God. Uh, but she was trying to go for an Oscar. But um, this is kind of when the gang the gang decides, the foursome. Yeah. We need to fight back. We get We're a not going to let some fucknut scare us. Exactly. But we get a shot of the killer looking in the mirror going, well, you know, still haven't seen his face. And he's going, fun and games, games and fun. Now it's, it's over. No, no need, need to run. run. And says, it's time to clean up the house and make it right again. <laughs> like the Joker, for God's sake. I know, but then he's like, but he yeah. goes, but what he was like, fun and games, games are fun, but it's over. No need to run. Mm-hmm. So he's doing a girl's voice and a guy's voice. Yeah. Because even after he says that, you hear, a housewife's work is never done. Right. Creepy as fuck. Totally. Awesome. Like, is, that is, who is this creepy cross-dressing man? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And where does he get his makeup tutorials? No kidding. Awesome. He probably watches like well, drag videos on YouTube or something. No, he probably is. He's probably trying to become an influencer on Instagram. He's a fan of RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race. And yeah. yeah, seriously. <laughs> he gets his tips After from. I make this Korean walk barbecue, I'm going to show it's you how to put Fred. on. Yeah. Spoilers, oh, yeah. it's not Fred. It is not so Fred. So the gang deciding to fight back. All the phones are dead, though. And they realize they're locked in. And they're pounding on the windows to the store and can't get anyone's attention. Why is a newsstand still open? Or, or no, sell bum. The, they're trying. They're trying to get in touch. Sorry, they're trying to get in touch with the bum. The bum outside, and uh, he's credited as Wino and, <laughs> and on IMDb. Cops pull up and they're like, "Hey, get a like. You want to get him in the car? He probably smells like great cops. That's yeah. why I think it's Detroit. It's another movie with terrible police. Terrible work. police. <laughs> but they, you know, and they're on the bottom floor. Like that's where I would have stayed. I wouldn't yeah. have gone anywhere else. I would have like. Right. I, I would have been like, okay, this is a safe haven. Even though, I mean, it's downtown, but right. I just they 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 can't because it's shatterproof. The windows they, are shatterproof. There's no sound. Can't get anyone's attention. Do you think this store has a fire alarm? Ooh, big ding 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 ding. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you and I would survive a horror movie if it 
doesn't have a sprinkler system, it probably has a fire alarm that they could have pulled or held a match up to a sprinkler system and set off the sprinklers, which also would have set off the fire. To pass city regulations, and, even and in Detroit. And the fire truck would have been there, but... No, if it was Detroit, they'd be like, oh, it's another fire. We got 18 going on <laughs> yeah, daily. You're 13th down the list. We'll be there when we can. <laughs> Sorry to all our Detroit fans out there. <laughs> Seriously. We, Sorry. We average 15 listeners. Mm-hmm. No, good. We, we, we have some listeners out there. So, uh... Um, again, like Andy said, phones are down, doors are chained, uh, right. can't get anyone's attention. Again, Judy, my badass, uh, sexy Now that virgin, she lost her virginity, she's, she's all like, about it. She's like, let's fight, let's make a stand. Yeah. So the killer is watching, so he's like, okay, they're going to make a stand. No lights, power is off. Again, I just keep talking about ba- Bonnie and Randy. They are just fucking so loud. I'm like... I felt like I had to mute them because right. Bonnie's always like, <laughs> yeah, and, and Randy's, Randy's like, ah, like, Kim, I miss you, Kim. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, and, I, and this is a, also I wrote a, a ask Andy this question: Why are mannequin hands the best weapon? Wouldn't you think there'd be a crowbar <laughs> or like some hammers or they have to put the beds together? I, yeah, I just, you think they could find like a, a tool, sh- you know, closet and get some weapons, some I, real weapons. Because even if I was in the scenario, I wouldn't say, hey, grab all the mannequin hands you can, and let's fight back. Right. And legs. Medicar. Get yeah. the mannequin yeah. legs, too. They're, they make a bigger club. Uh, but yeah, they, <laughs> but, this, but this is when Bonnie finds um, yeah. the dead bodies. Oh, right. Uh, everyone's freaking out. The um, <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. Bonnie finds the dead bodies of Melissa and Sean. Uh, did we say that the power got cut? Yep. Yeah, we did. did. So they're going around like candlelight. <laughs> yep. They're freaking out. They start running, and they bump into Fred, the live-in employee, probably walking around because the power went out. So Fred's going, I better go investigate. And he goes, hey, you kids. Hey, kids. What's going on here? And he's the killer. Yeah, they immediately assume he's the killer and clock him with a mannequin arm, and they hog tie him. They hog tie him and rough his ass up. Yeah, kick him in the ribs and shit. While he's laying on the ground. Yeah. So. And I guess they're like, okay, now we're safe. Let's hop back in the elevator and go down the office. And as they're getting on this freight elevator uh, on top, this is where our girl Kim is. Yeah. Who's, who's naked, tied up, and gagged. The killer and Kim are starting to fight. He's, you know, she's gotten out of her bondage. Right. Her, t- I mean, her, you know, her she's ties. Tied. Yeah. Her, her constraints, if you will. Yeah. So the elevator is uh, going up because right. she's. She screams for help, you know, from the top of her lungs, from the top of the elevator. And so she looks out over them, and they all see her. They're like, Kim, you're yeah. live. But as they get to the top, uh, her head uh, is caught in between, so it snaps off. Yeah, decapitates her. Decapitation. She runs out of room as the elevator car Honorable is Honorable mention, Dick Shot Oh, kill. man. Because as they're, like, freak out, and so Randy just sees his fucking girlfriend's head pop off. They jump, <laughs> they jump <laughs> off the elevator. David slips on her head blood. Oh blood, yeah, that's head right. Blood. Head blood. And it's weird to think hashtag head blood. Head blood. Hashtag. Oh, but but they, 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 with her head pops off and they throw it on the ground, it is the worst. I could do a better job than that. It's a fake head. Oh, but you can God. tell that it's they, like they, they couldn't make straw. they couldn't make the face look good, and they couldn't make the hair either. So okay. they, it's plopped down, facing yeah. away, it and it's, it looks like a head that's facing away from you on the ground. I mean, it's it terrible. is bad. I mean, it's everyone. <laughs> David had, get, slips get on the head blood. <laughs> David slips on the head blood, Whoops. and I just start cracking up. Yeah, and uh, this is also where Bonnie has officially lost it. She's just insane. Yeah. They. they they uh, run off the elevator. David, Judy, Randy, Bonnie. They did go hide in a corner where Judy and David had their sex session because it's easily to de- it's easily defendable. You know, yep. if we hide here, 
Uh, you can't get us. Uh, and that's what you're right. Bonnie just flops down in the bed like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The experiments die. of the atmosphere of the litter materials uh, of the poetry. And they're saying yeah. we can't give up. But suddenly our killer pops up from behind the bed. In S&M gear. In a bunch of S&M gear. It's rad. And he starts waving a knife around or a razor blade. And he cuts Randy across the chest. Yep. And he just says, the fun is over. And um, as he's running back towards them to, you know, charge him and, you know, kill him yep fred jumps in fred he got out of the fred hog wasn't the killer he got out of the hog tie he's just really good at working at a furniture store and really kick ass at stir fry and he fred is a savior dabbles in houdini uh magic because he was able to <laughs> he was able to get out of the hog tie fairly quickly well he lives by himself in a furniture basement he's like probably yeah, practices probably like a great book a fucking well, you know what it is. How to get out of hog ties for idiots. Yeah, you know books. what it is, Nick. He has amazing grip strength. He was able to just, <laughs> he was able to just grab his own constraints and rip them. He was able to undo the he's, knot. He's sitting there getting out, going, "Thank goodness for that fucking thing, yeah, whatever you call thank it." Thank goodness is. I used that squeezy that doohickey. That squeezy thing. Um, but uh, this is where we get the backstory. Right. He plow. He tackles the killer, and the killer says, "We have to clean our home, make it nice." And Fred says, "I told you it was over." So. They were lovers? Uh, his name is Zach. Uh, Zach. Zach and Fred, um, I guess, were lovers in prison. Mm -hmm. But for but to Fred, Zach was someone who was picked on. So Fred took him under his wing. And protected him. Protected him. So uh, Zach was very appreciative. Probably took care of him in more ways than one. Giggity, giggity. Sex. Got it. And maybe and a little squeezers. oral. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, you got to get, I mean, something. So, and uh. so maybe he was the wife. And so, he, he, so what Zach is saying, Fred, sweetheart, let's clean house and be right. together. Let's be together. And, and Fred is just like, I told you this was over. I, you know, my life was on track. Yeah. I was, you, you started killing people. And why, why don't you, why don't you want me anymore? Mm -hmm. I love you and I did it for you. Oh, we should have acted out the scene. That would have been great. I would have been Zach. I don't remember the lines, all right, of well, them. Anyway. That's, but I mean, real quick, that's what Zach was saying. He's like, mm -hmm. why don't you want me more? I love you. Maybe because you're a fucking psycho killer, Zach. Sorry, but that's why I don't love you. <laughs> you're murdering people. <laughs> Again, we're going to do a quick thesis after this, but uh, eventually uh, it's the, the group sees Fred kind of like, like kind of, uh, how do you put it, like kind of like swirling back in, like, is he alive? But no, there's a knife uh, gutted in oh. uh, Fred's neck. Yeah, Fred got stabbed in the neck. Not quite down. Um and uh, I, I guess we're kind of getting towards the end because after Fred's gut in the neck with a knife, I don't know if Zach decides to kill himself because he blows a kiss. Oh, right, right. I just said that the kids, as he was poised to attack, the four other kids sort of force him backwards into the elevator shaft. But, but yeah, but he does blow a kiss, like, because I have Maybe it. he I, is killing himself then. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he, because he realized that he just killed his partner, his best yeah, friend, you know, his, his lover. lover. Um, and Zach, Zach falls down the, to his yeah. death, down the elevator shaft. Yeah. Um, the cop, everyone's there now, uh, even John's dad. And he's more concerned about Fred than he is his own son. Isn't that hey, strange? Yeah, Mr. Furniture Store guy. Um, Fred's not going to make it, but your son is dead. Also, yeah, where's your son? Yeah, have you even asked I, about him? I got to find out what's going on with Fred, yeah. damn it. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> he's my best employee. Yeah, maybe Fred and uh, John's dad maybe started a relationship. They might have. Who we knows? don't know. But um, again, Fred <laughs> just tells a story to John's dad. He's right. like, hey, you know, before he. I'm sorry. Dies, yeah, he yeah. apologizes. Um, the ambulance folk um, take Zach out of the building. And uh, one one of the ambulance folk, uh, EMT folk, uh, leaves to secure the scene. The other stays for a smoke with the body. 
Zach's body. Zach's yeah. body is under the blanket, and needless to well, very needless. Well, needful to say. Needful we to need say. to say this. We need to say this. That's that EMT's last smoke. <laughs> Zach's foot flops out from under the blanket to reveal the snake tattoo, which we all knew was there. And uh, we cut to the kids all getting carried out. Zach, or not Zach, um, Randy with a slash across his chest now bandaged up. They're all moving slow. Um, and we kind of cut back to the stretcher where the killer's body was. And we now see that it's a body that has a pair of shoes on. Yep. Rather than a snake tattoo. It's the EMT's body. Oh, it's the EMT guy. I just wanted to have a fucking quick married and cigarette. He did. Those cigarettes, man, they'll kill you. No day. Yeah. So, so many, more, many more ways than one. As a couple ambulances drive away, the second ambulance in line reveals it's Zach, the killer, driving, who breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera. Smiles. Smiles, and we roll credits. Roll credits. So Zach is still alive. We have Hide and Go Straight 2 coming out in 1992. Do just we? Just kidding. <laughs> hey, on a scale of two mannequins to six mannequins, Andy, what did you give this one? Why does it always start with two? Why can't the scale start with one? Okay, on a scale of one mannequin to six mannequins, what do you give this? I'd probably give it a two. <laughs> I'll give it a th- I'll give it a four because of it. Three and a half because of its wokeness. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give it extra woke points, too, because you're right. For 1988, that is not something you're going to see. You, you have a, uh, a, a scorned lover who happens to be a man, and his lover was another man, and um, we just didn't see that. Before we, I liked it. I, and I, this is just what I kind of wanted to bring up. So you remember the hooker that was killed, in, or the sex worker that was killed in the uh, very beginning? I do. I, I, I'm not saying that. I mean, you, by, by sexuality is, is rat, every you know every uh, sexual orientation and gender is rat. But I mean, he went out to specifically kill a hooker. I mean, I just want to know why. Right. I don't know. Like that's not cleaning house because that's what he said to his lover Fred. And also, why the student? Like why the kids? I mean. Uh, uh, maybe I'm overthinking it, but did did where did Fred or Zach live? Did Zach live in another part of the furniture store? And I think what? it was a totally different abandoned building at the so, beginning of the movie. So maybe he was just let out of prison, and this is like his second day out, and the, the kids just have to be there. And so yeah, I'm not sure. Well, when when Fred was telling the story as he died, he said he keeps coming. He kept coming around, and I told him I don't want anything to do with him. Okay, so he's been so out. Zach's for a while. been out for a while. They could have made it a lot better with that little backstory, like we always talk about bit. final exam. Yeah, an asylum. Like if he came from like some kind of sure. asylum to where, sure. he, you know. But again, uh, Fred tried to do well. Zach did not. That's the only thing I kind of want to brought up. I thought as we realized that Zach's love for Fred. God, we sound like cinephiles now. We do. You do. I'm not saying anything. I'm just letting you go. <laughs> Zach's love for Fred was deep and immense. Yep. Fred didn't reciprocate because he was out. It was an inside love only I to Fred. I think you're right there. I think Fred was more like we were in prison. Yeah, we needed each other to any get by. Port, any port in a storm sort of thing. And now we're out, and Fred was probably like, I I don't swing that this way. This is why I fucking love this podcast. And whereas Zach was more like, no, I have feelings for you. And, you know, I killed I killed a prostitute and then killed her for no reason at all. Anyway, you want to talk about that the kill count? Yeah, let's go to the kill count, baby. Oh, my gosh. What a movie. Uh, uh. So that's Hide and Go Shriek hey, from wait, 1988. Did it cut off? Are we still recording? I sure hope so. It looks like we are. <laughs> Everything appears to be working fine. We were so buzzed last time, I would not have noticed a little... So, uh, we had the sex worker, beginning of the movie, stabbed in the alley, followed by Melissa, your Dick Shot Kill, as she was changing into lingerie. Dick Shot Kill! Then Sean picked up and 
put down on some spikes or something, my dick shot kill of the Yo week. Yo, dick shot kill. Then John, the heir apparent to the furniture store, was um, killed with a mannequin arm shoved through his torso. And then Kim, uh, decapitated by the elevator. That's another good honorable mention, I think, as the elevator went up. 100%. Chopped off her head. Uh, then Fred, the the live-in ex-con who was taking care of the store, stabbed in the neck with a knife. Yep. And then the EMT at the end of the movie was uh, killed and switched out. Uh, Zach, the killer, switched him out. So that's seven. Seven kills. Not Great bad. kill count. No, it's not bad. Yeah. But um, a lot of wasted, I think, time for spending that money on the Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, walk elevator, this way. Mu- <laughs> the walk this way, Muzak. <laughs> they could have put more money into the SFX, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So The knife sticking out of Fred's neck was probably another yeah, I don't, I don't decent sound, effect. I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I mean, right. the, the we've this on a scale of one to ten mannequins. <laughs> fucking I thought it was two to six mannequins. <laughs> one to ten out of dropping balls or, yeah. or gray panties. How many gray panties SFX? Zero. Like you're going naked. This had um, elements that we always look for in our slasher movies. Bubes. The, the bubes, the blood, the beer. Didn't have a lot of blood. but Didn't it have the... a lot of blood. It didn't have really a lot of... I mean, they asked for some beer. And I mean, right. it was like, it was over the top. Again, like we always say, Andy, pretty much maybe 45, maybe 70% of the episodes that we uh, have done. You got to watch it if you dig. If you truly dig the genre and you love 80s horror... Mm-hmm. You have to watch it. It's so. over there on the Tubi. On so. Tubi. Hey, we got our next movie, too. I know. We, uh, yeah. We, um, this will be airing, by the way, on 4th of July. This will go up Monday. I don't feel it's so patriotic right now, to be honest with you. I don't feel patriotic either, but it's still important to acknowledge that America turns another year old. You know? Is it? Does I don't it? even call this the United States of America anymore. This is just the States of America. <laughs> No doubt. Right? That's, that's depressing, no. but... I still... Andy and I have been discussing uh, a <laughs> podcast once a we uh, barely, month. We barely have time for this one. Uh, but I th- once a month wouldn't be bad, because sure. we could do it after this. But anyway, uh, more to come on that. Yeah, but the greatest holiday of the summer is going to be, as you hear this, is fireworks and barbecue. And don't worry, you probably are saving another 11 cents on your hot dog. Wait, nope. You're probably paying a lot more for your hot dogs this year than you were last year. You shouldn't eat hot dogs. Veggie dogs are delicious. Hey, but... Those are probably still more expensive. We are going extra credit. We're doing... (laughs) They are. You're right. I got way off track. We're we're doing some extra credit uh, next episode uh, after uh, the States of America stupid holiday. Uh, And... Then don't celebrate it, Nick. Go to work. Yeah, you should work that day. I don't start my new job until the 11th. You should do something else then. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Don't recreate I'm whatsoever. Fuck, I'm going to hail Satan, listen to Slayer, and drink fucking... <laughs> sounds, sounds like Saturday. Yeah, for yeah you. I guess, yeah. We're, go ahead. We're going to watch. No, <laughs> we're, doing, we're, gonna, we're going extra credit. We're going 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, an Andy flick from Ross Noble, 19, uh, 2012, one hour, 26 minutes. I'm so, always so used to saying 19. I know. It's a 2000s movie. Yeah, this is a 2000s movie, and it's called Stitches. This looks cool. Bad uh, clown. Stitches. A little supernatural. A clown comes back from the dead to haunt those who took his life during a fatal party mishap. Looks kind of funny, kind of Sla- dark comedy. We, and uh, kind of very similar to Slaughterhouse. High? Slaughter High. Slaughter uh, High. It's British, yeah. Stitches is a British clown. Oh, it is. So so was Slaughter High, but it, they made it American, but it was from the were British actors yeah. trying to have an American accent. This one is on Plex. TV, uh, which is kind of sucks for the, where the commercials are placed, or it is included in Prime Video. Well, yeah, or so. you can rent or buy it on Amazon. Uh, but Stitches 2012, go take a watch, and that'll be our next episode. Yeah, we're stoked. Um, 
a shout outs to uh, Macabre Daily. I, I've heard it called Macabre and Macabre. Macabre. I don't know. But I've heard of Macabre, Macabre too. Macabre Daily. Why don't you ask them? We're, we're How do you guys well, pronounce it? I wanted to say they're uh, redoing the website. Things are happening there, so big shout out to them. Um, our homie Dedalot Dana just did her 50th episode. Oh, really? Yeah. 50? 50, yeah. Good, well, good job, Dedalot Dana. Well, uh, we need to get, we've only done one with our homies at France, our friends of the dead, but we need to uh, reach out to some more people and uh, do some collabs because they're fun. Yeah. Andy, I can't think of anything else but to say Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's... Slash you underscore podcast. Yeah, but... Check the website, slash you podcast.com. I'm just, I don't know what's going on with the algorithms. Oh, it's all right. I wouldn't worry about it. We're really not on Facebook. Everything we post to Instagram automatically goes to Facebook, Even, too. but it's owned by the same Zuckerberg. I know. So. I don't do a lot on Facebook, we you know. Should. I don't get um, Fox Facebook. I don't really care about Facebook anymore. I don't either. Sorry, Mark. Well, uh, <laughs> like, I still got Instagram, you dick. Great. And, like, I mean, and, and uh, TikTok, I don't know who owns it. I think Putin does. The Chinese do. Yeah. And TikTok is one of the most invasive apps as far as um, information gathering about you and your phone and your preferences. TikTok, I heard, is like, and I'm not being tinfoily hatty. Uh, I heard that <laughs> they are that TikTok of Sorry, all the things of oh, all the things on your phone that track. Hattie. Of all of, there's a lot of shit on your phone that tracks what you do, where you go, what you click on. You remember, you know how you could be having a conversation about uh, we need to get some more orange juice. Next thing you know, there's an ad for orange juice. On yeah, your, it's scary. TikTok is one of the worst. So anyway, um, where do I go with that? That's really our only social media. Thanks to Zapsplat.com for all the fun sound effects. <laughs> Uh, even though I don't use them a lot, but the the uh, shot kills are put together with sounds from Zap Splat, so appreciate it. And yeah, I'll keep the website up because that's going to maybe be a good primary means of people tracking us down. Do we ever look at the analytics on that? Like, I mean, I know this is a podcast, and uh, we, we could do. talk about it later. I don't know, uh, but you're right. We could look at that. So. I am comfortable with uh, you, Andy, and I'm comfortable with our listeners. <laughs> I'm and comfortable make, as you well. You make me feel very welcome and secure. You and, make me uh, feel like a natural woman. You make me feel... Okay, so, that was enough. Happy 4th. Be safe in whatever you're going to do. Make sure to light the firework and then throw it. Don't yeah. hang on to it. Donate to organizations that support women's reproductive rights as well. Donate. Yeah, and get out and vote this uh, fall. Yeah. Please, somebody, Jesus. a politician is going to make shit happen, not just empty promises. Yeah. Until then, class dismissed. <laughs>